Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Extraordinary Expletive. You got your boy J-Dubs over here. Kenny G's back here, and with us tonight we have our guest, Chris Eaton. He is a local artist, and he's probably going to be uh, one of our m most unique artists because he's never actually played a show, he's never actually recorded, and he's written like two songs, so we're like, we're at the forefront of getting you out there. Yeah, Chris is uh, he, his his name. You're Chris Brown, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so you go by the name Chris Eaton because Be I mean, well, you know, Chris Brown. The kind of music I sing typically is country music, um, and I feel like Chris Brown and the country music. Since there's already Chris Brown out there, it would be kind of a confusing thing, and I don't ever want to be mistaken. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You don't I, want to have that one big smash hit to the face. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. Like Rihanna took. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I did eat, and that's my mom's maiden name. Before so. we get okay, started okay. today, um, anyone who's watching the video, if you notice, Josh is wearing one of our T-shirts. They extraordinary expletive. Uh, those were made by Lowland Company. So if you want to go check them on Facebook, they do all kinds of stuff. We'll have tumblers here too, so you can get all of uh, anything you want crafted. Vicky, the uh, owner of Lowland Company, can probably do. Yeah, for sure, man, for and sure. Uh, quality work. It's, uh, I think it's going to hold up pretty well, man. I like it. So uh, we will have these available for sale, too, if you guys would like to grab a T-shirt from us yeah, or just, a Tumblr. Uh, get, us, get, get with us first, and we'll get like a pre-sale, see how many we need to make. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so this is going to be uh, our technical episode three, but it is going to be our fourth episode. So once a month, what we're going to be doing is this artist interview thing. And, Chris, I'm glad that you came in. Um, this is something I'm excited to do. This is what Kenny and I talked about doing. We want to breathe life back into, like, the local music scene. Because this area, like, kind of died out. Like, back when we were, like, teenagers, dude, we had, like, North Sharon Fire Hall, Curtis go to Street. A, a different show, like, every week. Like, Chestnut Street Cafe, yeah. uh, Sharon Fire Hall. Um, all kinds of places. Pretty much anymore, it's like Susie's in Youngstown might have like a show like once a month. Yeah. If that. Yeah. And I mean, you get artists from everywhere out there, but you know, I live out, we're out in Mercer. You know what I mean? It's damn near 40 minute drive. Like, and the, the, the crack part too, is you will get like artists all the time. Like you'll see all the time places like brew 32 or, um, uh, crooked tongue brewing and stuff. They'll have people in to play music, but they're just cover. They're just guys playing covers. Like Russ Sailors, he's a really good musician. Russ Russ can play instruments. He can sing, but he just does Beatles covers. Oh, uh, so it's like it, we, I think I seen him at uh, the keg. He's really good. Yeah, I love Russ. Yeah, I digged him. But he, uh, Doug, Doug, him. him. <laughs> we're, we're we're trying to get like more like guys with original content like that's what we're looking for like i want to go see a band that i've never heard of before play some songs of just you know yeah like i mean we got there's tons of cover bands out there right now especially i mean like in our local area we've got two that are pretty big uh five deep and then the side effects and my wife's cousin bob actually pay, uh, plays drums for the side effects they're amazing at what they do don't mm -hmm. get me wrong but like you're going to go see them play other people's music. You know what I mean? Even yeah. even Valveda was the big one around here for years. Yeah. And Valveda, I love Valveda. I love them every time I see them play. I but I miss Seth's band, man. Like that Thick was always Thieves? fun to watch. Yeah, dude. Thickest yeah, Thieves Thick was sick. Thieves was fun. My my favorite thing about them, um, uh, that was played at the Clark House. Yeah. The Clark House has a lot of like they have music every Friday, but like it's usually like every three weeks. It's a, it's a band called Government Cheese, which is just a cover band. Yeah, that's so. pretty cool, man. Yeah, so, I mean, like, what, what got you into music? Like, what was, like, your first inspiration? Like, what, why did you pick up a guitar, you know what I mean? Well, back when I was growing up, I'm from Georgia originally. I moved up here about a year ago. And uh, so 
my mom and dad always listened to old rock and, and old country music and stuff, and I always liked it. I used to sing along. You know, I enjoyed it. I was always the more outgoing kid, you know. And um, and I was about a sophomore in high school, and I was sitting there singing, and people were like, hey, man, you actually sound pretty good when you sing with the recordings and stuff, like on the radio. I was like, well, thank you. So I figured, hey, what the hell, I might as well pick up a guitar and learn how to play it. So I taught myself to play, and I went from there. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. I apologize for that um yeah i noticed a little mosquito coming in here and the back door is open there but um yeah so self-taught like you never took any lessons no theory nothing like that no sir yeah i just i just picked up a little chord book did you oh like did you go online like learn tabs or anything was i with the tabs i kind of just figured it out on my own because it just tells you what string to play on you know what fret and everything right it seemed pretty easy so yeah and then like the difference between that and like actual music besides like the notes you know what i mean like it tells you tempo and all that right like um i'm also a self-taught guitarist uh i did tablature as well but you know to like okay well how fast do i play this or blah 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 like you got to listen to the song and then right. you get the tabs there um i uh, any tab site in particular you ever used? Uh, there's the one. It's called Ultimate Guitar. Yes. Yeah, that's the one like, everyone yeah. uses. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> they have a really, really cool feature on that website. Um, they have a scroll option, yep. and you can change it. I mean, it's an auto scroll, so you can change it to move quick or move, you know, slow. So you can actually turn the song on on, you know, your Pandora if you own it, whatever you want. Right. And then turn the tabs on and click the auto scroll, and it'll slowly go down so you're looking at it while you're playing it. You know what I mean? You're right. I, I never knew you could do that. Met up with this kid in Pittsburgh. He's like, all right, you, you want to learn a new one today? And I was like, all right. And he they, threw that on. They have a, a limited number of bass tabs on that website, though. True. Yeah. That's, true. that's I mean, that's how I learned how to play bass was through tab, tab of church. The, drum, the drums I, I took in school and stuff. So, like, that's how I know how to play. That's how I know how to keep a beat. Yeah. And that's how, like, whenever people are off in timing, I'm like, how are you that far off? Yeah, but then again, I'm like, okay, I've been doing this since I was like nine years old too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know, I dabble a little bit. I uh, play bass, some guitar. I play drums. Been doing drums maybe like three years. I'm not that great yet, but you know, we're getting there. We're getting there for yeah, sure. For sure, man. So like, um, like, how do you think, uh, like, the music you're writing now, like, how do you think that would stand up to, you know, some of the more popular country artists out there nowadays? Um, I mean, do you think you're that? Do you think you're worthy? Do I think I'm worthy? I hope I'm worthy. Do you think you're worthy? <laughs> well, I sure as hell hope I am. I'll be honest, man. Um, the thing about modern country music, what you hear on the radio, is it's primarily super overproduced, in my opinion, and and it's very. I no, I agree with that 100. percent That's why, like, um, I I I'll tell people, like, I don't like country music, but I do like the country music I grew up with. Right. I grew up on Alan Jack. Like, honestly, I listened to country until I was 10 years old. And then I've said this on this podcast at least twice that somebody was like, here's the Metallica's Black Album. And I just fucking changed. <laughs> Rock music. To the point where I'm wearing a Gojira shirt right now. And you probably don't even know who Gojira is. I don't know who they are. Man. Okay. They will melt your face. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I grew up on, like, Shania Twain, Alan Jackson, yeah. uh, Toby Keith, that kind of stuff. So, like. There's a radio station around here now that plays like '90s country, yeah. and I'll just occasionally like turn it on because I'm like, I'm tired of the same pop songs. Like, um, I I think that um, modern country music now it's just it's way too pop for me. It is. It's I and and that's weird because I like pop music. I just don't like my pop music with like a violin and a steel guitar. Right. You know. Yeah, like the little pedal steels they'll use and. 
You know, they just they just produce it so much. And, and I mean, they just say shit too, where they're like, "I'm driving in my four by, or I'm driving in my four wheel drive." Well, what the fuck does that mean? Because that could be a jeep, that could be a fucking truck, that could be a four wheel. <laughs> you know how things remain fucking four wheel drive. They're appeasing to the masses, though. You know, what I mean, they're definitely yeah, well, going for a certain crowd of people. It's just fucking generic, you know, cookie cutter shit. It yeah. is. Yeah, I agree. I completely yeah. agree. I mean, that's why I do like Chris Stapleton a little bit. Right. Me I, too. I don't. I'm not like a. I'm. I'm not going to say here and be like, yeah, I love Chris Stapleton. Like, but everything I've ever heard by him, I'm like, wow, that's enjoyable because like, it's not overproduced. It's not. Um, it's not poppy. It's. It's. I feel like it's what country should be. Yeah. Because I, I feel like he actually has a soul behind it. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, like somebody else wrote it for him. Because like, I mean, even a lot of those artists you were talking about, like, you know, that early '90s country. A lot of those were wrote by people. You know, people paid them for that song. They got a certain amount of money, and then they sung it. There's you know? a reason why Garth Brooks sold so many records. Like, there is a reason. Yeah. For sure. Chris Brown, do you know that fact? Garth Brooks sold more records in the 90s than any other artist? I did not know that. That's pretty interesting. There you go. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, where do you get, where, where do you pick up, like, inspiration yeah, for like, writing Yeah, which artist for you? Um, primarily my major inspirations are, uh, Brooks and Dunn. That's a duo from the nineties. Nice. Yeah. Um, and also I really like Travis Tripp. Travis <laughs> I've never listened to Travis What? Tripp. Here's yeah. a quarter. Call someone who cares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's now what I'm my gonna... mom raised me on, man. Yeah, man. He was I, a good songwriter. I know a little bit about Brooks and Dunn. Didn't one of them just die? No. Which no. one, which band am I thinking of then? There was uh, another country band where one of them just died. We had, um, Simon and Garfunkel. No, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> that's like more folk, huh? <laughs> There was one of them that just died. I don't know. Just continue. Well, Daryl Singletary just died. But he was by himself. He was a solo artist. Uh, no, this is this is a couple of months ago. Uh, it was a plane wreck or something. So, like, other than, like, artist-wise, like, what's your primary inspiration for writing a song? Like, whenever you write a song, what are you, what, what's going through your head? When I write a song, I typically like to tell a story. I like the ballad kind of style of things. I, I no, I, I think that's good that you tell Like, I always like song. We we talked about this before, like songs that tell a story, something you can listen. to. The first time I ever heard Hurricane by Bob Dylan. Oh yeah, blown away. Um, but what what, like I mean, are you are you drawing on like personal, like your pers- like something that happened to you in person, or like are you just writing a story, pretty much? Well, it depends. Are you telling a personal story, or are you just writing one? Let, like, let him finish. Fiction. <laughs> Sorry. I do I do a little bit of both. I you know I've written one song. Um, that was a, a personal story about what I was going through at that time when I wrote it. And I think that those songs are really what the what the sum of country music should be because Hank Williams Sr., who I, I say is the king myself, he always said that uh, country music is is just a story, man. It's just a real-life story, you know? It's, it's, it is the truth, and the, the thing that makes country music is sincerity. That's what he said, and I quote, and sincerity comes from a person telling their experience, a person telling what they're going through, and then the audience being able to relate that to their life. And there's a lot of you know genres that do that, but country music, I've always felt like, is America's music. It's the music of the soul. It's the music that came from the immigrants who told the old ballads of the folks, you know, like the folk stories from like Europe and all those other places. And they mixed it and they twanged it a little bit, and then it progressed and progressed over the years. So that's why I try to write more personal. But I do write some stuff that's fictitious. Fictitious, excuse me, because you know you have to, you have to. Get, I mean, I ain't been, I ain't never killed nobody. You know what I'm saying? I like the murder ballads. I write some murder ballads every once in a while, but you know. Yeah, um, one of the guys I listen to, uh, Tyler Childers, mm-hmm. like amazing guy, but he sings a lot. Um, he'll make up fictitious stories about, like coal mining is a big one because where he's from, you know what I mean? That's what his, 
his family did and stuff yeah. you know what i mean West and that's Virginia. yeah it like ruined a lot of lives and all that so like he sings a lot about it yeah it's cool to hear you know what i mean because he's kind of singing from a personal aspect but at the same time he's making something up as he's going you know what i mean right, but yeah um for me yeah i agree like the pop country scene is just i don't know it's getting out of hand i can see from what you said like you know you want to relate to a person while you're singing at the same time and i think nowadays they've kind of taken that and targeted a certain group of people you know what i mean like driving in my four by four hey this guy likes a ford like i'm gonna sing about a ford you know what i mean right and they kind of bring that home it's like yeah of course this guy's gonna relate to it look at him you know what i mean like (laughs) that's the way it goes but um i don't know like i I like more down homey kind of like raw sounding country. Like I, I say more like folky, you know what I mean? That's like bluegrass. I mean, if you want to call that country, that's, I love that shit. Well, dude. yeah. Going, going back on Chris Stapleton, he used to be in a band called the Steel Drivers. And that yeah. was a bluegrass band. What? I didn't know that was Stapleton. Oh yeah. Dude, uh-huh. I listen to the Steel Drivers all the time. Very good. I mean, that's bluegrass. He had the, the Johnson brothers. He was in the Johnson brothers. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're more rock. No, but they're a pretty good band. I like them, but. Yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't even know who Chris Stapleton was until like eight months ago. Really? Yeah, yeah I heard Tennessee Whiskey, and that's like yeah, I heard that's, I, that's how I heard about him because I was uh, they had him on um, the one local radio station around here does like their their Sunday night. They have like their House of Blues, and they'll just play blues music. And yeah. they played that song, and I was like, "This is a country song." But then I'm like, "I, I actually enjoy this for sure." It's a David Co song, but well, yeah. true. It's a, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You said that earlier. What what was uh. Who was the original recording, you said? George Jones. George, George Jones, Jones was recorded that song. And then uh, David Allen Coe recorded it later for himself. I'm not sure which album it What's, was. What is up with the like old country songs that I enjoy? Or by one guy, and then they were covered by somebody else, and then somebody else in like a third version became like the most famous one. That's super common. Because, I mean, yeah, like, look at All Along the Watchtower. Yeah, well, no, because with, with country, though, like uh, Bob Dylan wrote Wagon Wheel, yeah. and then Old Crow Medicine Show did it, and then... Darius Rucker. Hootie. Yeah, Hootie. Yeah. That's we will never is. call him Darius. <laughs> he will never be Darius Rucker Not on the show. my house. He is always, always Hootie. Hootie to me. Yeah. I agree. They're actually coming back doing a tour I'm, as Hootie and the Blue I'm going to go and That's see that tour because I love Hootie Nostalgia, the man, right Hell there. It's yeah. a good band. So, like, uh, who's who's definitely, like, your favorite out there right now? On the modern scene? Yeah. yeah. I'd say, you know, like, regular country that people would listen to on the radio or something. So, so like, you've already said, like, Hank is king to you. Well, who's, like... Somebody who's still recording, producing, you know, touring. There's a guy named Cody Johnson, and he's from Texas, and he's what they call the Texas modern country music scene. He's kind of more of like a adult side, a more mature side of the modern country side of like how things are going nowadays. He's um he's really good. He tours a lot. Um, he's you'll hear him. I went to Texas uh, about a year ago, and he was on the radio all over the place. And he's really good. He sings good songs. He was a rodeo guy. He sings about his experience in the rodeo, things like that, you know. But he's really good. And uh, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue. Oh well, I mean, you know, I mean, he's he's got the kind of voice that's not super hardcore fake. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you have guys like I love Justin Moore. Don't get me wrong, he's a good artist, but the accent just seems so strained and so just like painted on painted on you know what yeah. i'm saying and and luke bryan's kind of guilty of it too i feel like um but that's cody johnson just has that true texas twang that draw and uh he just kind of doesn't try to fake it he just goes with it he sounds smooth you know and i really like that i like his lyrics and you know there's not a whole lot of synthetic beats which god i can't tell you how much i hate synthetic beats in country music that yeah shit drives yeah me crazy. yeah i know that does too this yeah. the snaps and the snares i, I can't yeah stand. because that that well the snaps and the snares the problem with that is like 
You hear that in a country song, and then you turn it over to a pop station. You hear the same exact thing. Super T, you know, like Ariana Grande. You know, you'll hear it on one of her songs, and you come out, and it's like Dustin Lynch, or Justin, or what's his name? Dustin Lynch, yeah. He's sitting there, and you have the, the same damn beat, and you're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know, this ain't like country. A, yeah, this ain't no country. It's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you put on a cowboy hat, singing an accent, and play an acoustic guitar, like, you know, you're not fucking Toby Keith. Like, yeah, exactly. Chill out, man. dude. Exactly. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of the modern country artists, I feel, are like suburban rednecks. They, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm from Georgia. I, I know about the suburban rednecks. There are people right on the outskirts of Atlanta that live in super nice, fancy houses. Oh, daddy's a chiropractor. Daddy's a lawyer. But, I oh, I drive this really badass forerunner. I'm country. Yeah. Well, you know? My big issue with that is like, hey, man, uh, you ever tow anything with that? No, no. <laughs> Why yeah. the hell you got them tow mirrors on there? Yeah, right. The well, they're big. Mirrors. They look nice. Oh I, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm not saying like if you live in like if you have a a chiropractor or an, a, a doctor for like parents or like you live in a nice house, you can't be a good country artist. But like, oh, no. whenever whenever I hear him singing about stuff like, you know, like you said, like in the coal mine and stuff, I'm like, no, nah, that's that's not how it was. It's like whenever you, you hear Kid Rock talking about. Singing Sweet Home Alabama. And I'm like, Kid Rock, <laughs> yeah. you're from Detroit. Yeah, like, yeah, shut up. Get the hell like, out of here. Or them guys that'll sing about plowing the land, and you know they're like they're damn from Atlanta or something. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? You never plowed no field. Yeah, yeah and it's like well, like Dolly Parton. She had that uh, coal miner's daughter song because she was the daughter of a coal miner. Well, that's Loretta Lynn. Or okay, I don't know country music, Chris Brown. <laughs> Chris I, Eaton. I thought Chris Eaton. I thought it was. I thought it was Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton had another song. She had blue, uh, blue smoke. That was one that was kind of... That was about train, though. I'm trying to think of something that could be kind of... There's something... I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was I was literally raised on the TV show Hee Haw. But Hee Haw, yeah. I think every episode of Hee Haw is exactly the same. Oh, it is. Have you ever never seen, seen Have it. you ever seen Hee Haw? No. What's Pretty the basis? Sure. Uh, it's just a country music show, basically. It's like kind of like the... an Opry. It's kind of yeah, like, 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 okay, okay. like they'll have like a few comedy sketches, and yep. then they'll be like, "Okay, here's Conway Twitty." Like that, <laughs> yeah. Like, Ladies that, and gentlemen, Mr. Conway, Conway Twitty. Yeah, the Family Guy Conway Twitty. He's playing on Hee Haw. That's Hee Haw. Literally, oh, that's what he's that actually is. playing on Hee Haw. Okay, it's kind of like the Johnny Cash show back when they had the Johnny Cash show. It's similar to that. Okay, but they would have like the same sketches on every single episode. Yeah, they'd be like, "Grandpa, what's for dinner tonight?" He'd be like, "Possum stew." Everybody and then like everybody like oh ha, ha, like <laughs> clapping and then like the next episode they're like grandpa what's for dinner he's like roadkill delight and everyone's like oh ha, ha. i'm like it's the same fucking sketch yeah this is very predictable <laughs> but I'm they getting... literally the show ran for like 20 years jesus it yeah. was all about the music it, i feel like yeah it yeah. was more about the, it ran from like the 50s until like the 80s mm-hmm. but they but i mean they had every everyone every country artist played on hee-haw hell yeah hee-haw is the uh Name of the show. The Limp Biscuit of yeah. <laughs> uh, country. Uh, yeah, but had I, everybody on that show. No, they? they did. Yeah, that's I sweet. I mean, like uh, uh, Johnny Cash, Conway Twitty, Dolly Parton, Loretta, Loretta, Merle Haggard. I mean, all of them. Man. I do love Merle Haggard. I love me some Merle. I grew up on. Oh, that was my my grandfather. He was he loved Merle Haggard, and like we'd listen to him all the time. So yeah, man. Big city, good album. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, this is a funny question, but how do you feel about like the Dixie Chicks, like that kind of style? Uh, to be honest, I'm not a big fan. What's your answer? No. What's your fucking answer? I said, do you watch what you say? <laughs> do you like the Dixie, the Dixie Chicks? It depends. Sometimes I'm like, I, sometimes I, like, there's certain songs by them. I'm like, those songs are really good. 
But again, I grew up at a time whenever everybody loved the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. And then, like, you know, later on, they made some comments, you know, and people got all pissed off. And Well, I feel, you know, that was a very strong thing of them to do. You know, losing fans and all that? Yeah. Fuck that, dude. I'm saying it in my word. Like, they didn't yeah. give a damn. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go and lie and say, oh, I didn't feel like that just to appease some crowd. Like, fuck it, dude. Like, I already yeah. made my money. You guys are still going to buy my CDs. Like, well, they stopped. Huh? Yeah. They did. Well, whatever, man. I think it's important to keep politics out of music unless yeah. you're like a, you know, like a Bob Dylan or something. Yeah, Which, like, and, I, that's, that's like a... Uh, Nuge. Yeah. Yeah, Ted Nuge. Ted yeah. Nuge is your president. <laughs> but, um, I, I don't know, that's what people do nowadays, man. That's how, like, uh, sad to say, but that's like what America is. It's yeah, that brainwash, like, hey... Everything's political. This it is. celebrity said that he really cares about John Kerry, so I think I'm going to vote for John Kerry. Like, hey, do you know what he's uh, running on? Like, what's his platform? No, but uh, Kanye West said he's pretty good. <laughs> It's like, dude, you're a fucking retard. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Don't just vote because, you know, Shaq said that fucking Icy Hot was cool. Like, no. Yeah. Like, go see, try it first. Icy Hot works pretty good, though. Yeah. It does. I've, I I've tried it. I think Biofree is a little bit better. But, but, like, you know, that's the advertisement thing. So, like, you know, you get, like, a country artist who, I don't know, like, put him in front of a truck and, you know, uh, what the hell? I can't remember the guy's name. Maybe he wasn't even actually country artist. It was just a song. But they had that country like a rock song. Like a rock. It was like a guy in a cowboy hat playing a gun guitar with blue jeans. You mean on. the old fucking Chevy commercials? Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? And yeah. that really appealed uh, appealed to the masses. Who? Yeah. Hey, man, I wear cowboy hats and blue jeans. Dude, that's awesome. I need a fucking Chevy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's weird how music has that kind of inspiration on people. Like, yeah, man. That's one thing that we've been talking about. Like, music is in itself one thing, but it's like an umbrella, dude. It branches out and it touches people's lives and. In multiple ways that you never even think about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, one thing we talked about, like, imagine a scary movie, like a horror film, without music in it. It would be shit. Like, there's no jump scares, nothing, dude. No, because man. it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> he oh, just oh, pops oh, out. Yeah, was it? Oh, but then, like, you get music and it's... I don't, and you're I like, don't... oh, fuck. You know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, whenever you, like, write a song, though, like, do, do you want... How do you want people to feel when they hear it? Like, if you write a song where you're... I apologize for that. I think my dog just took off. Uh, <laughs> write a country so song. So, like, say, say you write a song, like, about heartache. Do you want people to relate to that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a good... It, country music's always been really, really known for the heartbreak songs, for the, oh, you know, I'm in this position. Oh, my girl cheated on me, or my man cheated on me, you know. So, when I write a song, I do like to write about heartbreak. I like to write about things that happened to me, like I said, um, that I can relate and know that somebody can relate to. Like, I'm not going to sit there and, and and tell them, you know, oh, I drive this particular brand of pickup and I wear this exact kind of cowboy hat and these boots because I'm country like a lot of these guys do. Right. You know, I, I like to write the songs that really mean something to somebody. Like a song that I used to listen to in a hard time in my life was a song by Brooks and Dunn called He's Got You. And it's a song about uh, a, a guy or a girl that the, the narrator was, was with who is now with somebody else, and he's basically saying, I don't understand why. What's he got that I don't is an actual quote from the song, and I just feel like that is very relatable to a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Kenny was talking on our last episode, uh, you know, he was going through a hard time uh, when he was up in college, and uh girl, had, him had broken up, and what's the they, song? They, uh, we, didn't, we didn't break up. Oh, I mean, well. it was basically like, she was like, yeah, uh, I want to be together with you, but, like, we can't be together because you're moving. And I'm like, but... I, I'll move down. No, no, we can't be together. 
And then, yeah, uh, man. what was it? Uh, losing a whole year by 30. Losing a whole year. Yeah. So it's like relatable, you know, losing a whole year. Like he wasted all that time for nothing. And, yeah. Uh, no, for sure. Just to see you smile by Tim McGraw. That's a great one. I mean, that's, he even talks about how he moved out of state so she could go to her new job for her. So, yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. That's relatable. Yeah, man, it's cool to have that type of music to listen to, especially, like, when you're feeling down or even, like, if you're happy, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the kind of shit that's, like, cool. It's relatable. Like I said, music touches you in a lot of ways, It does. Yeah. It makes you feel good. Like, even when you're sad. It's funny how, like, when you're sad... You listen to sad music and it makes you more sad, but by the end of it, like you're you like, just want to listen to more sad yeah, music. Yeah, damn, dude, that cry really made me feel good. <laughs> I gotta do it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's actually it's actually weird because like um, there were there were songs that I listened to like whenever I was like really, because uh, I was I mean I was depressed for a long time, but there there were songs that uh, I used to listen to all the time, and I I tried listening to them again now and I'm like. I don't have any feelings for this. Like, yeah. I still like like the Scientist by Coldplay. Ooh. Like that song, that song touched me in some places because of some things I was going through. But like now, like I listened to it a while ago. I'm like, that's a good song, but like I don't, I I'm not crying anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's it's a good weird. One. No, I mean, you know, Willie Nelson recorded that too. Did he really? He did, and it's what? an incredible song. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna listen to that later. We'll, that yeah, good. probably actually whenever we're done recording here, we're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's, awesome. that's that's usually what happens. We'll we'll talk about some songs, and then afterwards we go on Josh's computer and we listen to them. Yeah, like I showed him uh, Machine Head's cover of Negative Creep, and you're like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and then what the hell? Uh, Everlast was a metal band. Uh, fucking or, about shit. No, um, oh, not Everlast. Uh, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Yeah, I about shit myself. That was nuts. <laughs> Yo. So like. Uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to go on the Nine Inch Nails song, Hurt. I was thinking the same thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then Johnny Cash went and did it. And I, I mean, to be honest, I really do like the Nine Inch Nails version a lot. Yeah. It's, it, it's weird when you listen to him, though, because you, whenever you listen to Nine Inch Nails version, you're like, that's about his drug addiction. And when you listen to Johnny Cash, you're like, that's about just being 70 years old and going through a lot of heartache. And about, because your wife just died and you're about to die. Yeah. 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 He you know died. how many people I've gotten in arguments about? He died two about? weeks after the album came out. Yeah, he did. No shit. No, seriously, he did. No, it, was, it might. Have, it was either. It was either right before, or right after it came out. He died. It was crazy. I think. I think it was like two weeks before it, the album came out. He died. That's nuts. But you know how many arguments I've gotten in with people like, you know, big country music fans telling me Johnny Cash wrote that, and I'm like, No, he no, not. dude. I was like, Yeah, me, sit down. Let me educate you real quick. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're here in Mercer, Pennsylvania, but by the way, which is the home of Trent Reznor. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he, he still was... comes through occasionally. Yeah. He'll go to Shenango Valley Movie Theater and all that shit. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It's up the road. Uh, Reznor something. Yeah. Uh, it was his grandparents owned it. Yeah. Uh, we pick up some of their shit at work, actually. Oh, do we? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's out of our let's city. Let's not plug the company on work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. Not, let's not plug the company yeah, on no, our... Nobody knows where it's at. Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's a place. Undisclosed. <clears throat> so, um, branching away from country music... Uh, I mean, you got any other inspirations or like I'd say like a favorite genre that you listen to outside of there? Outside of country music? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I do like some of the early punk music. Punk? What? I'm talking about like the kind of grungy punk, like uh, some Sex Pistols I can get with some oh, of that. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I think the Sex Pistols are like the worst band ever. You like the Sex Pistols? I no. hate the Sex Pistols so much. I can get behind some like of the newer if they, punk. If they were all dead, I would be okay with it. Like I hate the Sex Pistols. <laughs> I I'm, feel like that was their intent. Have you ever seen the Pretty movie? Pretty much. Uh, it was their intent. And <laughs> you know? Well, people were like, the Sex Pistols are so shocking. I'm like, why? They just said some bullshit. Like, they didn't do anything. Like, no, they, they made yeah. one album. They did a few tours. They were like, yeah, fuck the Queen. I'm like, okay. Like, ooh, the edgy. Like, <laughs> have you, no. ever, you ever seen the movie SLC Punk? Actually, no, I have no. not. What? You've never seen it either? No. Oh, my God. You'd love it. Um, 
Oh my god, what the hell is his name? He plays uh, Shaggy in Scooby Doo. Oh um, oh my god, what is his name? James Vanderbeek. <laughs> no, it's wait. I can't think of his name, um, <sighs> but he plays in it, and it's just him and his buddy, and they're two anarchists, and uh, they live in this like shitty house or whatnot. And he's like narrating the story as it's going on, and he's like this punk wears leather, fucking like you know hardcore in his shows and shit. Yeah. And he's like, I fucking hate the Sex Pistols. Fuck the Sex Pistols. He's like, all <laughs> these fucking fake punks around here walking around, anarchy in the UK. He's like, bitch, you don't know a goddamn thing about anarchy. <laughs> they're always like, oh, well the sun never sets on the British Empire. Yeah. Well the sun never sets on my asshole like you know what i mean <laughs> and good. he's just shitting on all of them because there's a lot of american people who picked up that same vibe you know what i mean who yeah. are like hey man i'm really into british shit now like i'm gonna start driving on the left side of the road <laughs> <laughs> like, anarchy you know? yeah dude fuck it <laughs> what, uh, what what like newer punk bands are you into though like uh the newest punk band because like the new stuff i don't know if i can really get behind it too much but the 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 most recent band that i can listen to their music and appreciate would be like my chemical romance oh see that's Uh, like emo though that's not like punk no they're metal remember they're yeah (laughs) Yeah. totally dude i love uh actually on our first episode we were talking about genres and they were rated in one of the top what they were like 50 it was the top 100 uh metal albums of the uh, 21st century, so from like 2000 onward, and they were like number 33 with Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. And I'm like, that's yeah. not even a fucking metal album. Yeah. They're not even a fucking metal band. They're not. Who did this consensus? This is I mean, like, how do you feel about like Green Day and stuff? Like, like that wave of punk. Honestly, I never liked Green Day much. I, I know a lot of people did, but I just did not like their music. I don't like the lead vocalist. I just don't like wow. the sound. You're like, Damn. fuck Billy Joe No, no, I don't. Not that. It's just like it's not my thing. I mean, I like punk music because my my grand well my step grandfather he really kind of like showed it to me when I was a kid. Sure. He's like five years old as a grandfather walks out. No, like, seriously. He has like no hair. He's like just old. He's like here, son. Here's my copy of Milo Goes to College. <laughs> like he walks away. You see like a painted on mohawk. Yeah, it's, it's fake. Like, he has yeah. a comb over. Have you ever listened to Descendants? No, that's my favorite punk rock band. Really? Yeah. I had to go listen to him after this. Yes, yes, please do that. Uh, go listen to Milo Goes to College. It's my favorite punk rock album. All right, yeah. I own it on... I got it as a Christmas present for no on kidding. vinyl, like the original pressing from like 85. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. No kidding. What about, what about like hardcore punk? You talking about like... Um, you ever heard Clash? of like... Like, uh, like, uh, like, like, like Minor Threat? Sick of it all, Bad Brains. That's a little... Hate Breed. Nice. Well, early Hate Breed. Early, or later Hate Breed's like metal. And then yeah. uh, Snap Case. Yeah. That's going to be more out of my jurisdiction of like how much punk I listen to. I only really listen to what they called the mainstream stuff. Just okay. because I thought it was kind of... I don't know. I'll, the only reason I really like punk music is just because of the music. Yeah. Not really the vocals or the lyrics. I just like the oh, way no, they did the There's guitars. no such thing as a good punk rock vocalist. They just, no. They're yeah. just yelling. Yeah. Like, Honestly. That's all they're doing. It's true. And like they're... Again, like... It, not to say that like punk rock punk rockers aren't like talented but they're just like slamming on the guitar all they're doing is power chords yeah it's all power chords yeah but I mean, that was a release of energy. You know, what I mean, that's 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 why that scene was such a big movement. You know yeah. what I mean? Like those kids had a place yeah. to go, and fucking you yeah. know, rock the fuck out, dude. Well, I was a rebellious teenager, so I think that's probably kind of why I have some some heart for punk. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I chewed tobacco and I drank Coors Light. I was a rebellious teenager <laughs> when I was twelve years old. <laughs> <laughs> the only colored crayons I need are red, white, and blue. <laughs> oh hell yeah! 
Yeah, somebody yeah. somebody would like offer you a black and mild drink. I don't smoke them cowboy killers. Yeah. Marlboro <laughs> Red 100s, ball. Hey, man, can I bum a cigarette? Sure. Can you rip the filter off that for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, you know what? I'll just take the tobacco out and then yeah. roll it. <laughs> <laughs> Gets his own, does it with one hand while like putting a dip in with the other. Jeez. Oh, yeah, see, that's stereotypes right there. But yeah, yeah that's man. what America is. It's funny. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I never expected you to say punk rock. Uh, yeah. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we kind of looked at each other just in shock. We're yeah, like, like, wait a well, minute. What? what? More than more than punk, I do like it. But I was trying to give you some really outside of country oh, music. No, yeah, that's I sweet, mean, though. If you would have said the Eagles, I would have been like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say next is honestly, my truthfully, my next favorite, since it's kind of not really country, but I also kind of consider it country, would be Southern Rock. And some yeah. classic rock. Like, that's my next favorite genre. It'd be like Leonard Skinner, Marshall Tucker Band. Like you said, the Eagles. Those guys are like my next favorite. Of course, I do get behind some Led Zeppelin. I can't lie to you, man. Oh, yeah. But, right, I think everyone's behind. Yeah, uh, you're true. noticing the uh, the Floyd bottle opener there. You, yeah. ever, you ever listen to those guys? Yeah, Pink Floyd. I like Pink Floyd. My dad was a big classic rock guy because that's when he grew up and everything. And Pink Floyd, I really like the... They don't really just go with just music. They add all the effects, but they don't over overdo it it's I more about it. the ambience with them too. yeah it dude is. Wright it's, was nuts on the on the keys man yes. like he put some shit in there what about like, Rush oh no yeah I like that that drummer I can't remember his name Neil Pert but that is a man right there yeah dude hell yeah <laughs> we were talking about that uh, if you were you know a couple bands we listened to you replace their members like you know they could still be that band you know what I mean but yeah. you take Neil Pert out of Rush like if you take anybody out of Rush they're done yeah <laughs> it's not Rush anymore no that's yeah. true I agree it's just like Fast paced. It's no longer Rush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast paced. <laughs> you guys heard that new single by uh, Fast Pace called Huckleberry? <laughs> oh man. Oh Lord, that's pretty good. Uh, I don't. I like um, Neil Young a lot too. Okay. okay. He, really, he had that country kind of sound. You know what I mean? Kind of, sort of. But yeah. He, yeah. See, that's what. That's why. That's why I feel like like all your inspiration is from these these country artists who are like the the. Um, the artist similar to like the Eagles, like Neil Peart, like yeah, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, for sure, for sure. Yeah, they're not people so much that are in the punk scene, but in my personal opinion, who they, they wrote real music, you know what right. I mean? And a lot of that stuff had feeling, it had emotion in it, and it's not just like that painted on fakeness that we discussed earlier. You know what I mean? Like that's raw. Like that dude wrote that when he was going through something, or that yeah. dude wrote something that really made him super excited you know what i mean that's like, what i'm saying um speaking of neil young his song old man you know old what i mean it's talking about his dad you know what i mean hey yep. man take a look at my life i'm a lot like you like i've listened to that song and you know i've i've touched base with it like you know me and my dad and uh you know he was not around when i was growing up we got a relationship now and stuff that's you know good. what i mean but it's crazy to look at myself in the mirror like i have pictures of me like i had like a like the handlebar mustache oh wow and, uh, dude there's this picture of him from like 1982 and i'm talking like spitting image i was like holy shit no like, way there's hey, a man. um there's a picture of my dad whenever he was 10 years old and if you took that picture and you put next to a picture of me you wouldn't be able to tell which one is which <laughs> you could be like which one is kenny which one is his dad you wouldn't even know 50 50 let's do yeah. it <laughs> I, I just have the mole right here that's it that's yeah. the only way you can tell the difference Damn. oh dude it's crazy you know so that's like a you know a relatable song you know for like sure we talked about like that's a good one man yeah, take, that's yeah. Take a look at my life. That's sweet. So, um, you ever uh, you ever get in anything else other than guitar? Um, not really. I I've dabbled in the drums a yeah. little bit. I have been wanting to learn the banjo, uh, very badly. 
Um, I'm going to sit down and do it one of these days because the banjo is the instrument that you can just about do anything with. And that's what I really like about the banjo. It's got a lot of heart to it, and I just like the way it sounds. Yeah. So I'd really like to get behind playing some of that. Have you ever, like, touched one? Oh, yeah, okay, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that top string's so weird, especially because it sits so far back. I know. It threw me off. I was like, what the fuck? And it's you basically, know? you know, it's actually considered a uh, the only stringed percussion instrument out there. Yeah. Technically, which yeah. is really cool to me. Yeah, um... I don't know um, how much music you follow, but, you know, speaking of string percussion instruments, like a lot of people are taking the acoustic and, um, you know, they play percussive guitar on it now where people are using the body of the guitar and they're using the strings themselves to, like, make a beat with it. Like August Rush? Um, I'm not certain. Like that <laughs> uh, movie with that kid from Charlie the Chocolate Factory. He's beating on the guitar. He's like that poor little, it's like an Oliver Twist okay. kind of thing. You know yeah, I would about? say kind of like that. Uh, one big artist, if you want to check him out, um, uh, Andy McKee. He's like, in my personal opinion, like the inspiration for all that shit that's going on right now. Yeah. He started his own company, Candy Rat Records. Sure. And uh, he picks up artists who are into that style of music. Dude, he plays some stuff like just slapping and then he'll hit the string and then come back like on his guitar and the stuff that he makes is just insane um there's another guy i listen to uh tobias rosher and he does some shit that you're just like like, you know what i mean it's mind-blowing like how the hell did you get that to make that for sure and so like you you know they're like strapping or slapping the strings and getting this different noise out of it you know it's cool to see somebody taking an innovative approach to something so old yeah you know it's uh, you should check something out like that. You For know? sure, I will, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you aspire to sweet pick as well as Brad Paisley? <laughs> <laughs> um, I aspire to to do whatever I can to get my music out there. Have you ever people. seen Brad Paisley sweet pick? Oh, it's awesome. It's retarded. You don't like it? No, I mean like it's so dumb. I'm like he he's the best in the world at sweet pick. He's really good. It's like James Hetfield down picking. Yeah, it's really cool. James Hetfield would never up pick ever. No, they're kidding. F- like you're not joking. He actually sweet picks. Yes, Brad Paisley. Yeah, he does. Oh my god, he's probably the best sweet. He, he he's better than anyone you've ever seen sweet pick. Jokes aside, he's really good. I'm gonna have to check that out. That's crazy. No, he re- I listen to a lot of metal sweet pickers. No, dude, go watch Brad Paisley sweet pick. It's stupid. See, like that kind of stuff. I'm not blows fucking my mind. with you. I know you think I'm. Fucking I know. With you. I know. I'm I know. Not fucking with you. That's like you know what? What's a guy doing? That shit for if he's you know playing C D A he likes it you know that's sweet. he likes that type of music but he's just good at sweet picking so he does it yeah it's really cool I will ne- I will never hate on anybody for making a type of music because like there's people you're like why are you playing this genre when you'd be so good here yeah but it's like they genuinely like making that kind of music it's yeah. where their heart is yeah yeah and I will never hate on anybody for that for sure I yeah. I, I might say some shit about like uh musicians i might be like well that guy fucking sucks but like he's insanely more talented than me well there yeah it does like anybody who's in a band and can play they are much more talented than me you yourself the most unique guest we're gonna have on the show (laughs) who's never played a show you're so much better than me because you can play and you can sing well thanks man. i can't sing did you find that hard to do to do them at the same time. Yeah. That was what took the longest. Yeah, I was going to say, when I started, it was like when you're learning to rub your belly and pat your head. It's the same my mouth thing. just wanted to keep going with my fingers and vice versa. And I was like... <laughs> For me, I would try, when I was strumming, I would try to match my strumming with how I would sing it. So I would sing it and beat it kind of like that with the beat of my voice. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I don't know what's that. He's got you... Yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. it was so weird. But finally, I was just like, 
I would just play it at the general, like the general just beat of the song, and then I would just start singing. And then I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. You know? You kind of like back your hand out of your mind, and it's just a motion that you're doing now. Right. The best I could ever do was uh, New Noise by Refused. I would just do the bass, and then whenever he says, can I scream, I would just scream it, and I'd go back into the song. Because he doesn't <laughs> play during that part, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a guy I watch on Twitch. Uh, his name's Sam Zeldin. Shout out, Sam. Um, he, uh, this motherfucker, like, sweet picks. He'll play shit by ear, like, you just do requests, and he plays, like, insane metal songs, you know what I mean? But he's, like, sitting here looking at the camera, sweet picking while talking to people. Oh, yo, Infinifractal, yo, what's up, dude, how you doing? Oh, Jesse123, hey, man, hey, get in here, how the fuck's your day going, man? And I'm just, like, the whole time he's, like, and I'm, like, how in the fuck, like, yeah. I like I can talk while playing now. That took a minute, you know what I mean. But I can yeah. be playing something, have like a little conversation. But the talent of some of these people, you know, I just want to see them like, push, you know. Yeah. But yeah. um, we got a little off topic. But you said like, like what you want to aspire to do is get your music out there. Yeah, just get it out there, let folks hear it. You know, get them, get them to feel what I was feeling when I wrote or, or played it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one more question I have for you though is like. Do you have like complications? Like, do you do you think you're a better singer or a better guitar player? And like, does that affect your confidence at all? Uh, yes. So I, I've always felt like I'm more of a vocalist than any sort of instrumentalist to any degree. I literally only learned to play the guitar so that I would have something to do while I sang, so that I could go on stage and not just have to sit there a cappella. I could have something to sing with. That's the only reason I learned, and that's how I, I more deem myself a rhythm guitarist than anything because I'm not yeah. too good with the picking. You know what I mean? Like, that's more what I do because I'm more of a vocalist, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was in high school. I did drama club. I was always doing the classical. I can do classical voice. You know what I mean? I do classical voice too, which is weird hearing how I talk and everything. You wouldn't think, but I do classical voice and I felt like I'm more of a talented vocalist. So that does affect the confidence a bit. It does. Yeah. Can, Be- you, can you give me some classical voice? You want some classical? I want some classical right now. Mm. Try to think of something. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely a baritone, so hold on. It'd be like a. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling from glen to glen and down the mountainside. The summer's gone and all the roses falling. Tis you, tis you must go and I must bite. Dude, okay, that's I'm not, sick. I'm not fucking laughing at you. I'm just laughing because you hear your voice. You're like, I apologize. I'll just uh, let me just go sing old Danibor real quick. Okay, I'll be right back. Like, like that's literally. Like that was so fucking good. Well, yeah, dude, you, that's man. unexpected as all hell. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you're basically the Mal Susan Boyle. The <laughs> Uh, oh lord you see Susan Boyer like what's this bitch gonna do then you hear and you're like crying like it's (laughs) It's amazing she's so fucking good (laughs) why is it so good (laughs) yeah uh, for any guys out there listening um, uh, Chris is a mutual friend co-worker of ours and uh we had a fire at our buddy's house, and uh, he got invited out to play guitar, and their plan was just to make fun of him, and then he started playing, and they were just awestruck, like, they're big country music fans, you know what I mean? And yeah. They were like, dude, holy shit. Yeah, and then they brought him over, and uh, like I was like, okay, it's not going to be that good. He's not going to be as good as we think he's going to be. And they started playing, and I was like, Josh, he's going to be our first guest. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's really fucking good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's awesome, so, man. That's... So right now, we're going to let him... Uh, 
play a song for you. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, how many you got, man? I'm gonna do two. Two songs? Two okay, songs? so we got okay. two original songs coming from Chris Eaton. Be sure to check him out, man. Um, started my f- Facebook page. He'll be on our YouTube. We'll give him some links and stuff so you guys can check it out at the bottom. But uh, anybody watching, please uh, check out the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Smash that like button for us, too. and uh, Give us a thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. Just, just... And right, tell so... your friends. Yeah, tell your friends, man. Tell your friends not only about Chris, or not about us, but you know about Chris, man, like... Get his, get him out there. That's that's the point of this. We want we want to get people noticed. You know my what I'm my goal is that uh, this this goes. You know, a lot of people see this episode. Somebody gives Chris a call and he goes out to California to record an album. We never see him again. Would be Nashville, dude. Like I, I'm not I'm not saying that. But I, I yeah. never want to see you. Again. I'm just saying like if you if you went away to <laughs> record music, I'd be so fucking happy. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, though. man. No, for sure. So, um, you know, we're going to drop you some love. But uh, bear with us for a second while we transition to recording. And also, one more plug. If you want any T-shirts made, any tumblers uh, for all your craft needs, go ahead and look for Lola and Company. Vicky does a great job. She made our T-shirts. Josh is wearing one. I have one as well, but I just bought this Gojira shirt like two days ago. So, like, I was excited to wear it. Yeah. By the way, we got one of these coming your way, too, for stopping in, man. Yeah. We appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate Thank you so much. Help. Yeah. All right, man. So let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and get this set up. Right. Sweet. All right. Let's do it. Oh, we are going to edit this out? Yeah, the, you're not, I mean, are you going to edit this out? Fuck it, let's not edit it. Okay, fine. Just all raw, baby. There we go, man. Take the play. Lord Almighty. Ladies and gentlemen, with uh, great respects, Chris Eaton. Thank you, sir. This first one's a number called This Summer, and this song actually was written by a friend of mine, and she has given me permissions to sing this song. And this song is about a man that she was with for a while that she knew and died overseas in serving the U.S. military. So... Sitting on the hood of my Ford I could tell you wanted more than I could probably give Thinking maybe you're the one Tan skin in the Georgia sun Just learning how to live 
trees and the whippoorwills sing a mountain lullaby Intoxicated by the starlight in your eyes Holding hands in my front yard Marshall Tucker playing in my car Lightning bugs keep the rhythm of the songs And the smell of your perfume Hides the fact you'll be leaving soon That's fine Cause this summer you were mine Brown hair blowing in the breeze Sixteen and wild and free No clue who you're gonna be at least Not now Low moon hanging in the skies Cooling off at twilight time You and I are gonna be just fine We'll work it out somehow The trees and the whippoorwills Sing a mountain lullaby Intoxicated by the starlight in your eyes Holding hands in my front yard Marshall Tucker playing in my car and Lightning bugs keep the rhythm of the songs And the smell of your perfume Hides the fact you'll be leaving soon That's fine Cause this summer you were mine Trees and the whippoorwills sing a mountain lullaby Intoxicated by the starlight in your eyes Holding hands in my front yard Marshall Tucker playing in my car And lightning bugs keep the rhythm of the songs And the smell of your perfume Hides the fact you'll be leaving soon That's fine Cause this summer you were mine You were mine mm-hmm. Sitting on the hood of my Ford I could tell you wanted more than I could never give Chris Eaton on the Extraordinary Expletive. This next song is one that I wrote with a buddy of mine uh, back in high school about a girl that I wanted to be with who uh, didn't feel quite the same. So this one's called... Damn, I already forgot the name of my damn song. How the hell did I forget the name of my damn song? Unrequited love. <laughs> oh my this god. This called it'll get them frothing at the gash. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's first time doing all this. I'm actually a little bit nervous. I completely forgot the name of my song. Sorry, untitled track. Yeah. Untitled track. Untitled track number three. Why not me? Every time I drink and smoke the night away And I know this is 
only in my dreams The reality sinks in You don't belong to me You belong to him Why not me? Can't you see? I would never break your heart Your smile drives me wild that's what's killing me We have a fire We have a flame That nobody can explain I know we ain't making you happy It's clear to see So why not me? The heat don't like I do But I guess That don't matter much to you and Time I know is made Strong But I guess You can't see it's all Wrong I know we hold you in his arms But baby Does he hold why not me? Can't you see? I would never break your heart Your smile drives me wild And that's what's killing me We have a fire, we have a flame That nobody can explain I know we ain't making you happy It's clear to see So why not me? I said we have a fire, we have a flame Nobody can explain I know we ain't making you happy, it's clear to see So why not me? Thank y'all, I appreciate it And I appreciate y'all, y'all having me come out here and play today no, I appreciate you coming out here. You you did a fantastic job. Well, thank you. You you are very talented. Well, thank you, sir. You don't look like you're talented, but you are. <laughs> Once again, that's Chris Eaton on the Extraordinary Expletive. You guys heard him here first. Don't forget to check him out. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>